millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. So we're live right now? We are live right now. All right, so... I just came back from Vegas. Yep. I want a lot of money. Taking the pot on the road, man. Tour bus, everything. We're, we're ready to go. <laughs> but then I lost it. I mean, you know. I was dealing with house money, man, <laughs> at that point. I will say this, bro. Like, So I was up uh, a few times. Okay. Um, I was playing some blackjack. Mm-hmm. I can imagine that's a good feeling, right, when you're... Doing well in there. Dude, it's awesome. Yeah. I've never been been gambling like that, so I don't know. Well, I'm not good at it. Nope. I mean. But I will say this, man. It is a fun time. Right. And it's like a, it's an exhilarating feeling when you have the ability to have like a couple of thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And I was up at times a couple thousand dollars. But like my man... Well, swingers, they call me Double Down. Right. But All I don't right, know I'll, what Double I'll, Down means. I'll ask John if that's correct. <laughs> as, Is that as, what he called you? That's what, that's what JP called me right there, bro. He called me Double Down. He was right there. He's like, come on, man. You got tens. You got to yeah. double down on this. Yeah. So I doubled down, not knowing what I was doing. I don't know what you were doing either. I don't know what that means. So He's like, dude, it, it flipped one, and it was an 18. Okay. Flipped the other. It wasn't high at all. Okay. Okay. Put it like this, bro. I won a lot of money. I lost a lot of money. So if there's a sponsor listening to us. <laughs> so we need to get back to, to blackjack. You yeah. said you're playing blackjack. I was playing some blackjack. Okay. Yeah. 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 But I did play roulette. Okay. At like eight in the morning. Right after breakfast. And no, it was a good, bad start. Well, I didn't know what I was doing at first. I've never played roulette before. Okay. And that's the one where you put your chips on the number mm-hmm. and then she drops the ball and it rolls and rolls and rolls and lands. Okay. And that's the game. I wish I could be like, yeah, you're 100% correct, but I don't know if you are. 
Well, I just learned <laughs> okay. literally three days ago. That's the game, okay? And I for I was I just put all my chips on like black seventeen, okay. So I was out a hundred dollars after the first time. Just omelets and then just money gone, <laughs> money like. gone. So I went back like an hour later with another hundred, mm-hmm. and I spread the wealth. Okay, okay. Why I went on the Googs, That's, figured it out. I don't, I don't know what you're saying right now. I spread the, I put it on all these different that numbers. Okay. That's all good. It's all good. I'm teaching you right, right now. I'm teaching our, so, our listeners okay. and our viewers, <laughs> right? right? Giving you some hot tips right, right here. I'm just the catalyst, right? And I kept exactly, and I kept on losing that way. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I put it, I put like fifty bucks back on Black Seventeen. Okay, and then I put the other fifty. On triple zero. Okay. Triple zero hit big. And then it hit big again because I stayed on there. Okay. So I won some more money. Okay. Now, I also play some sports bets. That's not going to pay out till like the end of hockey season. <laughs> I don't even watch hockey. hockey. <laughs> I bet on, I bet on, <laughs> yo, I bet on the, Car- I bet on the Carolina Hurricanes winning their their league, I don't even know what league yeah. that they're in. I don't even and know somebody, if they if they win on a regular basis. I don't know. <laughs> just completely uninformed. Just so uninformed the entire just time root, I'm in Vegas. Just rooting for the home team. You know, just but the best part about it, bro, is like no matter what I was doing in that casino, yeah, just drinks just being handed to you me. Know? That's awesome. Best part. So, so to sum it up. We come out positive, come out negative. I'll, I'll let you know in June after the hockey after season. The- <laughs> it's all riding on the Okay. It really is. I have this ticket. And all right. My so buddy good. Brett placed, I said, okay, so I was it's having so a lot good. of adult beverages. And this yeah, is yeah. the last thing I'm going to say about this. It was Vegas. Um, I not expect anything left. Yes, a lot. And me and Brett wanted to go see all the sports betting. It was a buddy of mine who lives in Greensboro. Um we went over there, and I said, "Brett, I can't, I can't see these machines right now." I had a lot of adult beverages. Okay, it's like nine thirty in the morning. Um, it's like nine thirty in the morning. Okay, uh, mom, close your ears. Grandma, close your ears. Um, <laughs> okay, I cannot see the screen where you have to push the buttons to place the sports bet. It's because it's blurry, or yes, okay. Um, I'm just trying to paint a visual. Here. So I let Brett do it. Okay. Who also has been consuming yeah. as many adult beverages, if not more than me. Okay. So he's actually the one who places the the bet with my money because I told him to <laughs> on the Hurricanes, mm-hmm. but I don't find out until June 26. So um, but yeah. long, long game, <clears throat> long, long game on that one. Hundred dollars, long game. Okay. <laughs> Payout's nice, so we, we shall see. Okay. All I right. don't know what that means. Okay. <laughs> I just see you with like, like jewelry and stuff on for no reason. <laughs> just come home, <laughs> sir. Are you taking the Lamborghini? <laughs> <laughs> my, that's my best uh, yeah. Alfred voice, right? So. <laughs> Yo, man, man. So I see that you had your um, uh, show this weekend. Yeah, really talking yeah I had a man. pretty uh, pretty wild weekend. It wasn't Friday night. Wasn't it? it was wild a little bit, but not. Well, it's going to be. So I had a show, um, a band, 50 Flies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to Taylorsville, and we did a show at a place called Hope House. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's a venue that, uh, it's kind of hard to say. It's it's a venue, but it's not like Amos's or a huge place like that. We'll just leave it at venue. Yeah, yeah. Um, they do shows every few months for charities. Uh, we did a show this Friday was to raise money for someone who has cancer. Okay. It's in the music scene. Um, that was pretty fun. It's fun night. Uh, it's streamed live on YouTube. So y'all can go check that out at, uh, if you look up hope house and soon to be the videos are going to be on. How do you spell that? Hope house. Yeah. How do you spell that? H O P E H O U S E. I just don't want our listeners to gotcha. not know. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. That's they're fine. Be driving down the road. And yeah. Type in hope house. You know what I mean? I can just say it in their little Siri can that can, that yeah. can work as well. But, uh, yeah, I lost my train of thought. Guys, he, guys he, sent me a, he sent me a quick clip of the, yeah. him and the band oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. playing this, right? Um, <clears throat> I was watching the Carolina Duke game. Go Heels. Go Heels. I don't know if you see me right, right now. Uh, go, go to the to your right just a little bit. Yeah, there it right. is, right there. Go Perfect. Heels. <laughs> go Heels. Anyway, yeah. um, watching my Tar Heels play in Vegas at, like, 2 in the afternoon. Um because everything's like a three-hour difference over yeah, there. Yeah. And I get this video from a boy over here, Mr. JV, and he's just jamming out, man. Yeah. Just having the time of his life. Uh, yeah, you can see that that stream, the whole stream, it was four bands, about five-hour long stream. Dope. Um, obviously, you know, bands are setting up in between, so there's little lulls in between there. But soon to be on the 50 Flies YouTube page as well, that same show. Uh, so everybody go check that stuff out. 50 flies, 50 flies is a YouTube page. It's a YouTube page. It's a Instagram. It's Facebook. It's all of the things. We Except, got all that. We got all that stuff too, right? Yes. We got all that. You are just all over the place. bro. <laughs> There's a lot of work. There's a lot of social media <laughs> work, social uh, media creation, work content creation going on, <laughs> which is fine. I love it, man. Uh, so that was my Friday night, uh, Saturday uh, went and checked out uh, Inoda, The Chamber by Wooden Robot. I think that's what it's called. The Wooden Robot's my spot, bro. Yeah. There's there's The Wooden Robot, and then there's The Chamber. Yeah, so uh, that's... I know that area because yeah. you said you, you said South End, right? No, Noda. Wooden Robot and Noda. It's called, it's called The Chamber yes. by Wooden Robot. Yes, yeah. okay. I have been there like half the time. Yeah, so uh went there, met... Uh, Boys in the band there, a few other friends for some oh. drinks and hung out a little bit. Went to Cobblefish Taco, man. Me and me and Chip went. Oh man! So I remember, I sent you the, the the thing for the jalapeno mashers. Did I respond? You did, I think, with just uh, like an exclamation point that reply. Was, uh, that, that was me That's cussing enough. you out. <laughs> that, 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 that was my swear was, word right now. I was like, I don't know if I should send this to him or not, but I was super mad, <laughs> super mad right now. But uh. Was delicious. Mahi Mahi tacos. Black and Mahi Mahi tacos. Let's let's start the podcast. I'm (laughs) I'm done with this guy. Don't talk about this guy's weekend now. I'm just super mad. Uh, You know, he sent me the menu, and the menu had the jalapeno mashers, and he decided to highlight. I did highlight. You highlighted it where it said jalapeno mashers, man, which is the best thing on the menu. So. (laughs) Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. 
On this week's episode, we are discussing the trailers for Bullet Train, Fantastic Beast, The Shaker to Dumbledore, the first episode of that Kanye documentary, Genius, and our movie of the week, The Bat. All right, dude. Um, let's talk Bullet Train. Yeah, Bullet Train. This is with the dude, the legend, Bradley Pitt, mm-hmm. and a very stellar cast, yes. brother. Talk yes. to me. What are your thoughts? Uh, this looks wild. Yeah. Like, this trailer has a lot going on. Um, so, Brad Pitt is fighting people, trying to complete his mission or whatever. Uh, is going on with that man, but the the concept of it is, I feel like it's gonna be pretty interesting. I mean, it's nothing but closed quarters combat Dude. and yeah. knife fights, sword fights, uh, very um, I don't know what word you'd say, uh, very colorful, mm-hmm. very rich, colorful uh, scenery, and it looks like it's gonna be. A whole lot of fun. Yeah, dude. So he, um, John Wick, he was uncredited as one of the directors. Uh, D- Atomic Blonde, Deadpool 2. Yeah. Um, and I'm talking about David Lettich here. This guy is a badass. Mm-hmm. And he did also the Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Um, he is a big fan of this close quarter combat yeah. type fighting. Um, this real like in your face type blows, man. It almost looks like yeah. this is like Brad Pitt is really just the really crap out of these people, man. <laughs> right, and it looks really cool. So we have mm-hmm. this. We actually have this star-studded cast, man, and I love it. Um, Zazie Beats, Brad Pitt, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Joey King, uh, Sandra Bullock, uh, Michael Shannon, Logan Lerman, <clears throat> Bad Bunny is in it, right? Um. Brian Tyree Henry. So there's some really dope people in this movie that's going to bring this together, man. Mm -hmm. We don't really know what the overall plot of the movie is, but this trailer was just supposed to like wet your whistle, right? Tickle your fancy. Oh, definitely did that. And it's just from the start. Like just, just the, just the charisma of, uh, Brad Pitt named Ladybug, by the way. Oh yeah. All right. That's his name in the movie. Um, code name Ladybug. Code name Ladybug. Government, namely. <laughs> Good question. Yeah, I guess we we're going to find out. Yeah, yeah. He could be named Ladybug. Hey, if his mama named Ladybug, yeah. we call him Ladybug, yeah, right? That's true. So, <laughs> nah, man. So we shall see. This is going to be a dope one. We'll throw this yeah. on our socials here. Uh, we'll hopefully, we'll be talking more about this as more information comes out. Drops in July. Awesome. All right, dude. Are you a fan of these movies, these Fantastic Beast movies? Have you seen any of these? I've seen the Fantastic Beast movies. Okay. So let's back up a second. Well, let me. Okay, let me I'm sorry. Just say that doesn't mean I remember the ins and outs of them. Oh, of course not. Okay, There's a lot going on. Yeah, because they're all three hours long. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so much tr- so much magic is happening in such a little time. So many bees. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. Okay, so let me ask you this. Um, before we jump into this trailer, were you a fan of the Harry Potter movies growing up? I can't say that I wasn't a fan. Yeah, I didn't really like watch them and. I watched them, but I never was like a super fan of the whole yeah. situation. <clears throat> so I've only seen one. Yeah. That's the first one. 
that is a very bad ratio of watching to movies that were made. Yes, I know. <laughs> Especially because, like, isn't, like, the last Booker all. movie, like, split up in, like, nine movies or yeah. something like that? Or, I, don't I don't know. It's a cash grab. Um, <laughs> part one and part nine of yeah, Disney yeah. Hollows or whatever. <laughs> no, man, but, like, these movies, I actually really enjoy these. Yeah, when um, when the first one was coming out and, you know, it was that kind of spinoff from Harry Potter, I did enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was just kind of like a more grown up, it's exactly more, more kind of adult theme movie than, yeah. than, than watching the kids and stuff in yep, the school. Exactly. You know, uh, maybe if I would have watched that when I was a kid yeah, or a lot younger and got into it, been different, but now I'm just watching it and it's like, uh, I don't yeah. really. Yeah. You know what, dude? Um, I'll just watch Goonies. Too, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, so. Love, love Goonies. <laughs> love it. Love it. <laughs> that or Monster Squad, dude. Yeah. If you've never seen Monster Squad, <laughs> you got to watch Monster Squad, yeah. man. No, dude. Um, so this is the uh, third one, all directed by David Yates, who directed like the last few of the Harry Potter movies. So he's been tapped to direct all of these. Yeah. Um, you know, there. this is the adventures of Newt Scamander, uh, mm-hmm. who has all those Fantastic Beasts and his... <laughs> yeah. um, is in his uh, what's that thing called? Suitcase, briefcase, maybe briefcase, briefcase, suitcase. I don't know. All I know is that I like these movies. I, yeah. I like uh, Eddie Redman as Newt. Um, Ezra Miller is in this movie. Obviously, Jude Law is very captivating in anything that he does. Um, we have Mads Melisk. Mick, I'm butchering your name, bro. Um, Mads M, we're gonna say that's okay. fine. That's fine. Um, you're he's replacing. I'm talking like I'm talking to him. Yeah. Um, he's replacing Johnny Depp after whatever travesty or whatever happened with him. Um. Yes. Well, let's talk about the flick itself, though. The trailer. Yeah, these always caught my eye just because they were humongous movies. Dude, huge, humongous visuals. Uh, fan of the. The creatures. I mean, that's what really caught me. I mean, the wizard, the spells, the wands, all that stuff is cool, but the creatures in here are awesome. And kind of just learning, you know, how they just kind of kind of the backstory of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So. Which, like, I wonder after I watch this, if this is the last movie in the in the trilogy. Well, if they're if the last movie in these Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Um. Will I want to jump into the Harry Potter movies and enjoy enjoy those? You're shaking your head Probably right not. now. I, that's what I did. You, you, uh, I watched these and then I went back and was like, let me go ahead and check out what's going on over here. Yeah. You know, now I'm thinking about it. Maybe, maybe the newer ones might. Gotcha. Might be better, but like trying the first one. I can't watch Chamber I of just, Secrets again, dude. I just... <laughs> Okay. Okay. Quick, quick story. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> quick story. The reason why I even watched that one is because the girl that I was like dating at the time was obsessed with it. Okay. So she was always just like, "Ooh, come over. Let's hang out. Let's watch the the Harry Potter movies." And it was always be that one, and I would get, I'd be bored, and I'd be like, "All right, I gotta go." This is one movie we've watched multiple times. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, that's the only one. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, maybe the newer ones where they're a little more grown up might be something worth trying out. But I went and started on the first one. 
and just trying to work my way through it, and I just couldn't. Oh, wow. I just couldn't get into it. There's also like 30 movies, so. There's eight on HBO Max, I believe. Good God. Eight. So. It's a lot. There's that, yeah. That is definitely a lot there. <laughs> well, guys, um, this movie does look really dope. I'm really excited for it. Yeah. Um, we're gonna throw it on our social socials. Um, and David Yates, man, he does these big budget magic movies, and they just look really awesome. Um, I think when he came aboard the whole Wizarding World movies, um, he added his own kind of style and flair to them. Mm-hmm. That makes them billion dollar movies. You yeah. know what I mean? That he, I mean, he makes them what they are and they gotta make it back too. Yeah. Gotta make it back because the budgets are humongous. <laughs> yeah, guys, check those out on our socials when we drop them. All right, dude. Um <clears throat> something a lot of people have been talking about, especially in the um hip hop community, mm-hmm. right? Which I know you're definitely a part of, um, being that you're a rock star. Yeah. Um, hang out with like rappers and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. All, all the time. Yeah, I mean, um, group text and stuff with rappers. <laughs> you say with Puffy? <laughs> I just say with a lot of people. I thought you said Puffy. That would be better. <laughs> Let's keep that in. <laughs> all right, man. So uh, this uh, Kanye West documentary yeah, yeah. on um, Netflix dropped a few weeks ago. You said you watched the first episode, right? Yeah, I'm getting caught up on it. Okay, talk to me, brother. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, it's just cool to see anybody where they came from. Yeah. Um, this guy, he his story so far has been just like drive. Yeah. Drive, drive, drive. You know, um, was it an interview he did on there that they showed that he was doing for MTV where it's like anything that was ever told to him was an issue yeah. for him to get where he wanted to be. He used that as drive. You know, if you think I can't do this, well, I'm going to do it. That's his next step. And that's all he's always been like that. Um, but just learning more in depth things and seeing like him just making beats him in his house, just enjoy what he's doing. Um, trying to produce his own album, uh, producing other yeah. people's music, stuff like that, dude. That behind-the-scenes thing changes views of a lot of stuff. It really does, man. It, it really does. I, I want to say one thing. Like, There's got to be something in that Chicago water, okay? <laughs> because because that drive that you were just talking about, yeah. like, he had it. He's from Chicago, mm-hmm. but, like, Jordan got it. Michael Jordan got it when he was in Chicago as mm-hmm. well, where, like, Say what you want about me, bro. Yeah. Like, I have this drive, and I'm going to use this to my advantage, yeah. and that's going to fuel me, right? And, like, I saw that in the Kanye doc. I saw that in that Jordan doc last last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, something in that water, man. Definitely something in that water there. But my favorite thing, right, <clears throat> is how it was, like, 98, 99. Mm-hmm. And we're, you know, he's obviously making these beats for everybody else, but when he's in his apartment with his boys or whatever, and mm-hmm. he's just jamming, like, you hear the college dropout. You hear, like, so, cuts of it, man. Dude, that's the best part, dude. <laughs> it's, just, it's just hearing those hearing those beats that you still listen to. The songs you still listen to on a regular oh, basis. Man, yes. And you're hearing the 
you know, maybe not the final mix yeah, of it, yeah. but you're hearing it and, you know, it may not have all the vocals in it or may not have any instruments in it, but you hear it. The The core is there is what the hook, all that is what makes it so good. And you hear it all the time, like Dude, a so bunch good. of different songs. And him demoing the songs for other people was the best thing ever, too. Oh, my God. Dude. So, yeah. so, like, that's such, that's so collaborative, right? And yeah. that's something that, like, a lot of people talk about with this documentary where a lot of these artists, they go into the studio with their crew. Yeah. Right? They're five or six. They're roadies or whatever. Yeah. And they go in and they bang out this album. Mm-hmm. And then it gets released and it's good, bad, whatever, 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 right? But but Kanye was like, nah, man, this is for the people, mm-hmm. right? This is this is for everybody, man. I want collective input from the greatest hip hop minds in the community, bro. Like, let's get in here. Yeah. I want you to hear this. Do you have a, you have a comment on this or anything? Yeah. Do you think anything that we can change? But like, to be so confident, mm-hmm. cocky, and at times even in his early years, so egotistical. Yeah. To humble himself to do that, that takes a lot because he wants to be great. He knows that. It's called the collective input, right? Yeah, yeah. I love that, man. The net, the network, the uh, the. At that time, it was more of a more of a self promotion, yeah, and more of you having to go somewhere and say, "Here's my here's my demo." Yes, you know, or you know, one of the scenes in there was him going to Rockefeller Records. And just walking around to different offices playing his tape. <laughs> he really did. Or his CD. I don't remember. I don't remember if he took a tape or a CD. I don't remember. Yo, but he dropped it in the yeah. middle of the work day. Yeah, I mean, everybody's home, like home, on the phone home working. Homegirl home was like, <laughs> Yeah, she's like, Can you? <laughs> What's up, Kanye? Take, <laughs> taking calls and he's got the music blasting. Yeah, yeah. And he was just dancing. He was just like, Ugh, Yeah, he was feeling feel it, man. That, right? And he sold it. Dude. Every, dude. every, every time. Uh, he listened, he, he uh, played some for Jay-Z, uh, who was also Pharrell, Most Deaf. Yeah, dude. You know, <laughs> whenever his music was on, he was singing to it. He was he was selling it. You know, he believed in his music so much that's, that it wasn't just like, here's my tape, you know, let me know what you feel. It's like, I'm putting it in your face right now, yeah, and I'm going to yeah. perform for you while this song's going on. Uh, just awesome just video recordings yeah dude. uh all that stuff was just fantastic i i do love it how you know and this is gonna sound i'm gonna sound like an old head here and huh. i apologize but you know I, there's not much hip-hop music i like these days mm-hmm. right but how he inspired so many of these yeah. artists now man it's just ridiculous yeah. bro he was, you know he was true to himself like here you know he wasn't trying to be somebody else. He wasn't, uh, you know, I know he mentions a lot, like he doesn't talk about killing and, you know, talking bad about women and stuff. You know, he says things about women, but, you know. He's not all about that, that gang drug life. Yeah, he yeah. didn't come, come from that. Right, you know? and that's, so. that's something that he was real true to himself and his music was he wasn't that kind of person. Facts. And that's why he made fantastic music. Dude. <clears throat> Finish up, finish up this documentary, man. I want oh, yeah. to talk more about this. Definitely. Um, it's just parts of him that I just didn't realize and see, yeah. man. So yeah. definitely some cool stuff.
All right, JV, you ready to uh, discuss this week's movie? Uh, yeah. Let's jump in it, brother. No notes. No notes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. All right, very so, little notes. Very little notes. All right, so uh, <laughs> we're recording this Tuesday night, right? Yeah. I, I fly back in Sunday. Uh, flight was delayed like 47 times. Uh, Javi was busy Sunday. I suppose we could have seen it Sunday, but Javi was busy, so we went and saw it Monday night. Our re- re- our hit record night. I'll be honest with you, Jack. We could have watched it Sunday. I thought you weren't coming in too late. That's why I didn't even mention it. But I did come in too late, so that was actually smart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. To begin with, true. I thought you were coming in like your day was full of. I just Vegas I was, returning. I just knew I was not going to be. No, in for a movie. Yeah, we saw it Monday. Yep. Record night. Yep. Um, we're recording this on Tuesday and, night. And our age hit us pretty hard. Oh, my gosh. About so eight, what was the plan? 8.50. So what was the plan? <laughs> the plan was to see the movie at 5.30. Yep. Um, you were off of work the day. I yes. worked. Uh, so 5.30, finished the movie, come back here, lay down the pod. We're going to lay down the pod. Lay down the pod. No notes. No notes. Just still living off the high of the movie. <laughs> but. Three hours later. <laughs> yeah. But 530, we're good. And then the end of the movie was around 845, 850. It was late, bro. And <laughs> and we were both still like sitting in the theater just like, <laughs> whew, uh, man. You know that nine o'clock hour hits. Yeah, so like I'm, I'm you know done. we're not gonna actually start recording until like ten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that did not happen. All right, uh. so let's jump into this, man. Um <laughs> so we're doing it tonight. <clears throat> so we got the Batman, obviously released this year, uh just a few days ago, twenty twenty two. Uh this movie's directed by Matt Reeves and written by Matt Reeves and Peter Craig. So so far, I've seen it's got a budget. It says between like 180 to 200 million. Yeah. Um, and so far, according to the wiki page, it's brought in 269 million. Let's go. And I don't see it slowing down. It's just ah. yeah, yeah. Uh, starting in this one, we have Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne uh, or Batman. You know, or vengeance. <laughs> uh, Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle, Catwoman. Paul Dano as Edward Nashton, or the Riddler. Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon. John Turturro mm-hmm. as Carmine Falcone, which I didn't know that he was in this movie. Nobody knew. And it was awesome. It was so good. <laughs> uh, all I could think of was uh, Sector 7. Yes. Transformers. <laughs> yes. Work for Sector 7. Um, or for Mr. Deeds, right? Sneaky, sneaky. Either way, either way yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I forgot he was in uh, the butler, right? Yep. Mr. Deed. Uh, we, have Andy, we have Andy Serkis as Alfred Pennyworth. And Colin Farrell as Oswald, Oswald Cobblepot with Dude. a penguin. Unrecognizable Oswald yeah. Cobblepot, man. And, you know, there's a lot of different faces throughout the movie as well. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> all right, man. Um, go ahead and give us that quick synopsis of this movie, man, so we can jump into these characters. 
Yeah, so this is uh, another reboot of the Batman. Um, this is a storyline of basically him meeting Selena Kyle, um, the Riddler. The Riddler's going through the city, causing all kinds of havoc. Uh, and really the the actual like drug underground of Gotham. Um, it's kind of pushes towards more of the crime, the, the actual crime. It's not like, uh, yeah. it's not superhero stuff like aliens and things like that. Like we've been seeing, but it's the crime in Gotham city. Uh, so he meets Selena Kyle. They kind of team up to, to do this, uh, to bust Carmine Falcone, um, the penguin, all these guys. And basically he just learns, that his whole life as he's growing up and the legacy of his parents is actually not as bright as he thought it was. Oh yeah. Um, so that pretty much brings us to the end of the movie. Good deal, man. All right, dude. So straight off the top, man. Um, our pats as, uh, Bruce Wayne, Batman. Yeah. When he was first cast, Bro, I don't swear a lot, <laughs> but I was super mad about this. Yeah. And it was for a few things, all right? Like, I just... It's because he was a vampire. I just... But true, but even before that, like, I just got over the fact that, like, Ben Affleck is Batman. Mm. And I'm like, okay, you know what? You finally let that settle. Let, let's ride out with Ben. Yeah. You know, he's 6'4", he's big, he's brooding. Yeah. He actually, like, that one scene in Batman vs. Superman when he goes to save Martha was badass. Like, all right, this is Superman. I mean, this is badass. Yeah. Excuse me. Like, I'm for this. And then, you know, he does, they do uh, JL, which bombed. <clears throat> and he's supposed to do the Batman movie himself. Yeah. He's supposed to write and direct it and star in it. And he backed out. You know, he was dealing with some personal stuff, going through his divorce and all that stuff. So yeah. then a year later, I hear it's R. Pats as Batman, dude. And I'm <laughs> throwing stuff. You know, I didn't, I, I had the same feelings. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't, but, you know, at this point, and after seeing a few trailers before the movie, um, I am glad that it was a new character. Because I don't feel like Ben could have moved from kind of that universe he was in to yeah. something like this. Yeah. Uh, just because he's got he's got a universe, right? He's, he's got, got he's, Aquaman to call. Yeah, he's got, <laughs> he's got Aquaman. He got he's got this real DC comic book universe. This was not that. No, nah, man. This was this, this was, was totally not that at all. So this is like a thirty-year-old Batman, <laughs> not an experienced crime fighter. Um, I'll I'll put it like this, man. Um, still not my favorite Batman, right? Um, Michael Keaton forever. All five foot nine of him. Um, <laughs> all about angles, man. It's all about, <laughs> about camera angles. <laughs> it's all about the all about the platform. Yeah, yeah, the platform, <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
you know, because Jack Nicholson's like six one, so uh, <laughs> I actually don't know how tall Jack Nicholson is. But anyway, um, but he works in this movie, man. Yeah, right. He works in this movie as like this kid, this thirty year old kid who is a millionaire but recluse and brooding, and all he cares about, all he cares about is being like that that yeah. that dark vengeance for the city, man. There's nothing else that's on his mind. Yeah, he's real stripped down. Yeah. Like um real the the bare minimum of what he needs to get his get what he wants done. Um he doesn't have Batwing. He doesn't have that. You don't see uh um crazy outfitted Batmobile motorcycle, just a motorcycle. Yes. The one There's, at the end was pretty badass, yeah. but yes. Um but what I really liked the way it was portrayed and the way it was, you know, kind of, I guess, grounded more, I yeah. guess, you know, he, he didn't have guns on his cars. He wasn't out shooting, shooting. I don't think he shot one gun the whole thing, the whole time. It was just, just bows, elbows all day. Dude, we got to talk about so, that fighting. Bro. So, <laughs> so, yeah, it was just a real stripped down, real basic um, kid, rich guy recluse that was just trying to, to, to figure out, you know, what he was going to do. He was, seemed like he was still figuring it out. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. And he just, and I like how he's just walking around. Like he's just at the crime scene with his bat suit on. Like there was not a whole lot of sneaking around. No, he, he was just, he was just there. He just walked right into the crime scene with the commissioner. It really reminded me of like the Adam West Batman. <laughs> he he really just rolled onto the scene. Yeah, like I'm I'm joking, but I'm not joking at the same exact time, right? Yeah. Even Adam West Batman, I, I thought that was weird, right? <laughs> Obviously, I watched those after I watched you know Batman and mm-hmm. Batman Returns and stuff um, because of you know how time works. Um, sure. I wasn't alive in the '60s, but. <laughs> You know, even I thought that was, was weird, but it it works here, right? His his partner is uh, Gordon, mm-hmm. right? On you know, Gordon gets him that that access, that pass to go wherever he needs to go to investigate and do his thing. Mm-hmm. All right, listeners, we're gonna take a quick break. Yo, JV, um, why do we never talk about sports movies, man? I don't know, man. Is uh, now a good time as any? Uh, what do you got to say? All right. Check this. I mean, look. What type of movie podcast would you be if we didn't talk about the very best in sports movies, man? All Fair. right. Fair. There's Rush. The racing movie. Not the amazing band. But I wouldn't mind a little Neil Peart all in you. Right. Okay? Right. Then there's Moneyball. You know, with the amazing, good-looking Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Um, the sports drama about putting together a fire baseball team with as little money as possible, right? Fantastic cast, fantastic script. It's just a great movie. Yeah. Also has uh, Chris Pat as a baseball player. And of course, there's Samuel L. Jackson and Coach Carter. Yeah. You know, he's just dropping F bombs for like two hours on Chad and Tatum. But I, di- I digress, right. man. Uh, what are some of your favorites? Well, uh, Ed is one of them. Fire. The baseball playing monkey, right? <laughs> uh, Space Jam was that's, a good one. That's a good one as well. <laughs> Uh, sea Biscuit. Uh, <laughs> Toby Maguire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spider-Man <laughs> in that one. Uh, and obviously all of the Air Buds. Obviously Air Buds. 
All right, brother. Well, there's always one more I want to talk about, man. Yeah. It's my favorite one. I want to talk about the magic that is Remember the Titans. Oh, yes. yes uh, one part football movie, one part end of school segregation error mm-hmm. type movie, two parts Denzel Washington, and like nine parts awesome. <laughs> okay? Yes. yes it's yes. just a fantastic film, film, man. With the amazing ensemble cast that includes Will Patton, Wood Harris, Donald Faison, Ethan Subley, Nicole Ari Parker, and a very young and at times horrible DB, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. I mean, dude was such a liability at cornerback, okay? <laughs> the entire time. It really was, yeah. Uh, so, is that off your chest now? I feel good, man. Okay. Yeah, thanks, okay. thanks for asking. Yeah, no problem, man. Appreciate you letting us letting us hear that. Uh, you guys know the socials, though. Uh, you can hit us up and let us know about your favorite sports movies and maybe a few that we need to talk about as well. Oh, yeah. Um, let's talk about real quick his one. Okay. He's an inexperienced crime fighter. Like you saw him take a lot of hits, right? But with that, always with Batman, the gadgets. Okay. Your favorite one. Oh, I mean, it was very limited, very limited. Exactly. (laughs) It was very limited. Uh, Honestly, there, see. there was like three. Let's see. Yeah. I mean, he did the, the shock thing, right? He shocked the guy. Okay. With his there wrist. was four. Uh, uh, his chest bat symbol was Which like was an eye. super badass. Dude, that was dope. Yes. 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 Um, uh, what else? I mean, the grappling gun, obviously. Thank you. Finally. Like, uh, okay, let's stop there. That's what I was trying to get to. Okay. That, I mean, that's iconic for Batman. That is very iconic, right? But it wasn't. We didn't see it in Batman Batman Returns. He had actually a grappling gun that he took from his belt. Yes. And shot. Obviously, Michael Keaton had to put like, like he was putting together a damn rifle or something to really use it. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian Bale kind of had something similar to that in his Batman movies. It wasn't until the Joel Schumacher mo- movies where he had like the, the, grappling gun on his like wrist on his hand or his arm okay. or something right and the fact that they brought it back here fantastic i love seeing <laughs> that bro because you're not if you're really trying to get away if you're really trying to like pursue somebody mm-hmm. you're not going to how much do you weigh click 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 give me one second clean this yeah, yeah, shotgun yeah, yeah, out yeah, real yeah. quick Right, even Christian Bale still he still had to like push buttons and yeah. blowing it like it's a flute or something before he can do it. Right, um, guys, I love the Dark Knight trilogy. I'm just bullshitting, okay? <laughs> I love everything oh with the Dark Knight God, trilogy. A flute. <laughs> but the fact that like yo, our pass was like I, I I got a boogie, yeah, right, gone. and I was gone. I thought that was really dope, man. Yeah, and something that really proves like yo, that Batman has that getaway kind of yeah. mentality, man. Um, I think the only other thing, uh, like as far as like utility on him, I guess whatever the serum he had at the end of the movie. Oh, that the adrenaline. Thing? Okay, so yeah. there's five. Damn it! <laughs> I forgot about that. About, do we count the flare? The flare is one. Uh, yeah, but I can get a flare at the drugstore. So I mean, that I can get a, a stealth black one. <laughs> it was pretty badass. <laughs> okay. My favorite one, though, yeah, yeah. obviously the, the grappling, but the contacts. 
Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah, the contacts are sweet. How the hell is he so smart? How the hell does he remember everything? Why? Records everything. Yeah. Records everything. And just goes home, goes back to the cave, and just relives it. Yep. Wild. Like, something something that we've Makes never sense. seen before in a Batman movie. Yeah. But it's so grounded in, like, rich people money that it makes sense. Yeah. I, I, that was my favorite thing, man. And when he okay. took those out, I was just like, oh, wow. Oh, he better, he better put gl- glasses yeah. on. Nope. Nope. <laughs> oh, he thought it was just like regular contacts. Regular ass contacts. This week, that's my problem. <laughs> All right, let's jump over here to uh, Zoe Kravitz <laughs> as uh, Selena Kyle. Uh, she's a nightclub waitress um, and a cat bur- burglar here. <clears throat> she is definitely a good cat woman. We, we've had plenty of amazing cat women that came before her. Um, she brings this dichotomy that like, I don't think we've seen before, man. Yeah. Just, uh, not really like a cat woman. Like we've seen where it's like a weird, a weird cat thing. It's like, it's just, She's a cat it burglar. Just is, yeah, exactly. It's just kind of is what it is. Yeah. It's not nothing that's uh, psych, psychotic. Yeah. Psych, yeah. Um, psychological. She, she doesn't have the persona of a cat. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So like, I think that's how we need to say it. Yeah, she, doesn't yeah. have, she doesn't bear the persona of a cat like yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer or even... Um, uh, Selena Kyle in the Dark Knight Rises, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where she even had like the ears or whatever. Like right. it, it wasn't so. She didn't even have a mask for most of this. She just exactly. had a little cut up beanie or yeah. something. Yeah. So it wasn't you know, Eartha Kit type, you know, <laughs> uh, Catwoman. It was yeah. really scaled back, and she was like a real person, a real yeah. character. Michelle Pfeiffer, as great as she, as she was in, the, in that role. She was to the extreme. Yeah, couldn't re- couldn't really re- exist in the real world. So a Kravitz, Lena Kyle, though, like definitely lives. Yeah, she, in she the, the real world here. Yeah. Basically, just uh, grew up on the streets, knows how to protect herself, and has developed this uh, persona and this uh, the physical attributes she because she does like jump off of a fire escape and. You know, she makes uh, pretty incredible things happen. She's a badass. So, basically just growing up, protecting herself in the city, and she, uh, that's what she shows. She doesn't show nothing too crazy. I definitely loved her dichotomy with uh, Bruce Wayne in this movie. Um, You know, a lot of the trailers and and, uh, posters and everything hyped on the bat and the cat, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And this really brought right at home, man. I didn't think they were going to have, like, that good of chemistry on screen. Right. But they killed it, bro. Like every scene that <laughs> yeah. they were together, man, it just worked. Yeah. It just worked, bro. And it was just fun. Um, and something that we haven't seen before with those two characters. So definitely enjoyable here. All right, man. We got Paul Dano <laughs> as Edward Nashton, the Riddler. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, Gone are the days of Jim Carrey's Riddler. Yeah. All right. As much as I was a kid and loved him in that movie, as much as I didn't like that movie, um, that's fair. 
this Riddler is just totally different. <laughs> he's a serial killer, right? Yeah. He's a uh, he's um um you know he has a political agenda. He really is a terrorist, man. I think that's yeah. the word I'm looking for. Yeah, I mean the the, the last piece of the movie is him being a terrorist. Uh, so agree with you on that. Yeah, he, so weird, man. Like, it, you know, you talk about Jim Carrey. He wasn't really like a serial killer. This guy was like a serial killer. Yeah. Uh, crazy, had a plan. Um, super creepy. Very. And it was awesome. It was really, it was really <laughs> fun to watch him. I will yeah. say, like, it was, it, it raises the, the hair on your on the back yeah. of your head a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah, just his look, like, um, he was, re- like, super, uh, super clean, like, to a point to it being, like, okay, this guy is the murderer of all these people, but he just looks like some... 30-year-old some, kid, yeah, man. Yeah, exactly, and, and that was pretty pretty interesting turn, I thought, when we finally got the reveal for him. You know, he's not scarred up or anything of that nature. Obviously, he's dealing with a lot of e- emotional and psychological yeah. scars, probably. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But... What did they say? He's just a computer or a uh, accountant uh, up the street or something. Yeah. Is what <laughs> one, one cop said, like he's just a normal yeah. ass dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, not it. So Paul Dano, though, man, this is this is the kid who always plays like a nerd or something. Yeah, and he does it here, but it's super creepy. It's intimidating. Like I literally came home and I was playing some Xbox last night and like. Kept on looking around my shoulder, bro, a few times, bro. <laughs> First creepy dude hanging out in the back. <laughs> he yeah. Just, just, you know, and that's what he did throughout the entire movie. Yeah. No rhyme or reason or no, like, it's how he got to where he was, but he was always in position every single time, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so he's like a modern-day type Zodiac killer is what he really mm. reminded me of. Um. He was wild. Yeah. He was wild, but he was definitely fun to watch. Um, Jeffrey Wright, James Gordon, dude. So <clears throat> the guy who's sitting behind you, I know. Mm-hmm. Man, for that for that <laughs> one movie, kind of two movies if you count the yeah. um Snyder cut, but ah, dude. You know, sometimes you gotta pass the torch, I guess. Sometimes you gotta yeah. pass the torch, baby. Um uh, now this dude he played a really good cop. I mean, yeah. it, it was a is a new is a new actor. It wasn't, you know, nothing. And, and kind of back to what I said about Affleck, you know, he probably wouldn't want to pull characters from another place. Yeah, into this, uh, the genre of this movie, I guess. True, but J.K. would have killed it. Uh, he would have. It would have been awesome. He, I'm. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But. We get to see another character, uh, you know, along with uh, Selena Kyle, you know, just different, yeah, different people playing, you know, the same characters in a completely different universe. Yeah. That's the way I feel about it. Like, this is, this is different it, all, it, it all is. over the board. It is, man. It um, is. But he plays your typical cop in this movie. 
It's it's the great Jeffrey Wright, man. He, you know, has been doing it for so long, and he's so good at it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I loved him as Felix Leiter in all the James Bond movies. Um, first time I saw him, um, I think his name was Jesus, and it was in the Shaft movie that came out in 98, right. 99, I think it was. Where is this movie at? Shaft, where? Uh, Shaft. No, Peoples. Peoples oh, Hernandez, okay. right? He plays this, like, straight-up gangster but I've always loved Jeffrey Wright. You know, you can also, um, he's been in a lot, bro. He's been in Westworld, everything. Yeah. Um, but he's just fantastic, bro. And he is a, we got a, we got a black, right? We, we get a colored man as James Gordon. And he is just a cop who is, just has that, that North Star, right? Mm-hmm. He, he knows what he needs to do. But I also hate that he's kind of blind to to his like surroundings at the same exact time with like the guys yeah. that he works with. I can get with that, yeah. Right, like I thought that was very interesting where he's finding this out. Like, and, and he's like, "What? Yeah, oh my, <laughs> oh my god, god. I've working with this guy for thirty years. This guy like, that comes in with a broken nose all the time. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's he doing? You know, when he's off work, right? But like, Bruce Wayne, Bat, Batman, like tr- trust him. And I, that trust obviously was already established before we saw them two on screen together. Mm-hmm. Obviously, those first two years somehow. Yeah. Um, but no, nah, man, I, I really like him in this role, and he he's in the mix. They match each other's energies very well. Very, very. Like he is in the mix. He's in the fight. Um, this James Gordon was not playing any games. Yep. I'm ready. To th- Throw some bullets at y'all. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude, let's go down to um, uh, John Toretto real quick as Carmine Falcone. Once again, we did not know that he was going to be in this movie, uh, but he plays the legendary Carmine Falcone, Falcone, however you want to pronounce it. Gotham City uh, crime lord who does not leave his... Uh, Place, his like underground club yeah. type thing. He basically live, lives there. Um, John Turturro dude was just badass. John Turturro was just great. And I don't want to spoil this for anybody with with him, but like his take on Carmine Fal- Falcone, mm-hmm. my favorite take I've ever seen. Dude. <laughs> this is in like uh, Batman. Uh, any of the other Batman yeah. movies, um, any of the animated stuff, dude, this guy is Carmine Falcone. He is a thug. Well, you're you're getting, you know, back to feeling like a real life situation. Yeah. You know, and it's uh you feel like these are the, these are gangsters in a gangster movie. And that's what brought all these guys in, right? You know, it's a it's a real crime mafia gangsters and this is one of the this is the head guy that makes you feel that way oh yeah uh andy circus alfred pennyworth yes this was a good role for him it was different okay so he actually trained bruce wayne how to how to fight this version of um alfred mm-hmm which was different because obviously in the comics and even in the, the Nolan verse, um, the Nolan verse, the uh, Dark Knight trilogy, <laughs> he, 
he 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 went off right yeah. to go learn how to fight and do his thing there. But this guy, he was he was trained by this Batman was trained by Alfred, and you can tell. And how you how can you tell? Um, he's not a polished fighter. Even like Christian Bale, he was so good in Batman Begins mm-hmm. with his just like Kesey fighting and everything. Um, he was just fantastic. Yeah. Um, our Pats, he, he, he took some shots. He took some shots. But the thing with like the difference between our Pats, the whole fighting and, and, um, Christian Bell is that like Christian Bell let up all of them punches. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. yeah. Yo, our Pats, bro. Ran straight through. Dude. Straight through. hundred percent. Every punch, every kick, dude. Yeah. He's, uh, just a dude in cape. Just a brawler. Just, just, he was a brawler. Yeah. That was just fun to watch, man. <laughs> but like it was it was Andy Circus's Alfred who taught him that. Yeah, yeah. Now their relationship is very weird in this movie. Right. Yeah. He's in a lot of the other ones, he's like very involved, I guess. Yeah. This one he's just kinda like just shows up and's like, Hey dude, how's it going? Yeah. I'm going back upstairs. You good? All right. I'm out. Bring you some grapes. I'll, like, I'll bring it, some grapes yeah. up here for you, bro. Actually, he didn't bring him grapes. <laughs> he, just, he did not bring him grapes. He didn't bring him nothing. He just he just kind of like popped <laughs> up. There's some grapes on the table. Remember in the beginning of The Dark Knight, uh, Michael Caine goes to the loft to go find Bruce. Mm-hmm. And Bruce Wayne is in like the um, the other, like the white building, whatever, <laughs> where he's in. And he just came to bring him breakfast. And he's like, all right, let me bag this up and take it to the spot. <laughs> this house was like, nah, bro, you get your own. Yeah, you, you're, you're gonna stay out all night. <laughs> this is your own damn yeah. fault. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he would, but like, he was so built up as you know this Alfred Pennyworth, and you have the great actor that is Andy Serkis. I mean, this yeah. dude was King Kong f- for crying out loud, <laughs> right? Um, I, I wanted him to have a bigger role in this movie. Yeah, he, he didn't really have. I like the turn. I like the one scene. Um, when they really connected, mm-hmm. but I just wish it was more. It was bigger. Right. But with such a bloated plot, I get it. You got to leave some stuff off the cutting room floor there. So, I did. Last person I want to talk about here, man. Yes, Very unrecognizable. Um, Colin Farrell as <laughs> uh, Penguin, man. Oswald Cobblepot. Talk yeah. to me, brother. I just feel like I'm repeating myself, man. You know, just to. Just another dude, just a gangster. Yeah, you know we've seen the penguin in many many iterations. Yeah, and he's always creepy and like penguin esque. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've yeah. known each other way too long. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and here he's just uh, a gangster. He's a uh, drug drug pusher. Um, but what I like is. You got Colin Farrell, who's awesome, and it's a good-looking guy. Yeah. And he looks the complete opposite of himself in this movie. <laughs> and you just, I mean, you still see his acting, though, and that's what's so great about it. Dude, it definitely shines through. Yeah, bro. yeah. It definitely shines through, bro. So, like, when we first see him as Oswald Cobbpaw on screen, man, like, you saw it a little bit in the trailer, but it was really I did I still did a double take. Yeah, I was like that can't be you, Colin. I mean, you get dude. some good looks at him, and you still can't. It's tough. Yeah, without knowing, you would never know that. that one. 
you know, the fat suit, the gold in his mouth and everything, <laughs> right? Yeah. The balding. Yep. It's, he, it's, yeah. That was really cool to watch, man. And I, his arc in the movie was not, like, it could have been a really good movie still without him. Yeah. But just like everything, and Warner Brothers is going to try to probably make this into a nine movie thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that sets him up for a lot of stuff later on. Yeah. Uh, and interactions with him is fun just because it's like Batman shows up. Yeah. And they all just accept that there's a guy in a bat suit in Gotham City. Yep. Uh, from the police from the police to all these gangsters. So he just comes in and he's not like, Oh no, it's a guy in a mask. It's just yeah. Hey Batman, what's up? <laughs> Wanna drink? They you already know, dude. They bump, already you know. know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what they're just an interesting take where he doesn't sneak in the shadows. He just, yeah, like he just walks in and he's knocks on the door. Uh, and they didn't let him in. So he you know, had he, to beat the wheels out of everybody. I mean, you know, that's fine, but that was awesome. I'm just saying, it's just like, just so, so funny to see like <laughs> just the acceptance of, of this guy. Hey, he's here. You've been here for two, two years, bro. You're yeah. a member of the yeah. city. <laughs> Let him in. Let yeah, him in. Yeah, let him in. That's good. All right, man. Um, let's go ahead and jump over here um, to the look and feel of this movie. All right, and I I don't want to harp too much time on yeah. um what what has came before, but but this movie, man, it I the whole time I felt that. Gotham was hell. Gotham yeah. was like a hellscape the entire time. Yeah. Gotham is literally the bottom of the barrel. The worst <laughs> people live there, the worst cops, yeah. politicians, everything. And that's like after the first 20 minutes of the movie. Oh, yeah. It's pretty you know, forward. With it's pretty <laughs> forward with how this Gotham is, man. Yeah. And how there's this one man... He's going to stand up for all this. Mm-hmm. Actually, at the end, it's going to be two men, yep. Batman and Gordon. But this is a beautiful movie, man. This was a comic book, like a realistic comic book type movie. Yeah, yeah. Right? Where uh, Nolan put it into the real world, like the movie Heat. Mm-hmm. Batman, it was like, take the movie Heat, put Batman in it, and that's the Nolan universe, okay? Um, This had its own look and feel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was dark. It was brooding. It was gritty. The same words that we use for the Nolan movies, but, like, to the extreme here. Yeah. Yeah, to the extreme of a bare minimum vigilante who's just, like, He's not over the top. Yeah. He just, he's got what he needs. He doesn't, he's not flashy, nothing like that. And, you know, he could not have the bat suit on and just be a guy that still does all the same stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's what I really enjoy. Just a different direction. And the whole movie is 
basically looks and feels like a like a dramatic action movie, I guess. Yeah, no, you're you're right. You're right. Um, not a comic book movie. True. I need that car though. That car's pretty badass. You get to hold that car. That car is pretty yeah, badass, yeah. dude. Um <laughs> <laughs> Dude was uh, visceral in everything yeah. that he did, man. All right. Um, Michael Gia- Giacchino's score, posing the movie. Um, one word for this, dude. Daunting. <laughs> like, it's it's daunting. It, it, it's haunting. Yes. Um, it follows you through every weird... Um, kill and, and death scene and um and, and police procedural like right. them looking through like it just follows you man and you just know like something's messed up. The Batman's following you, the Batman's on, yeah. on the trail or the Riddler's about to do something. You know, it's just you just it just had you intense the entire time, brother. All right, man. Um uh, theme of this movie, you know, I am only a, a day removed from it, man. <laughs> Um, so, one day, one watch. So, no notes. No notes. No notes no here, notes. bro. This is off the top of the dome, man. Um, <clears throat> Don't let the past, you know, make you for your future, what you want, what you want to be, what you want to do, right? Yeah. Um, and not everybody was perfect. Not everybody in, in your life is going to be or, or was or is not perfect, right? Um. So everybody's got their stuff. Yeah, everybody yeah. has their baggage. That's yeah. that's a good way to put it there. Um, and maybe what the city doesn't need is, is vengeance. It just needs hope. Yep. Right, and I think that's what the uh, writer, director was trying to really, really kick it here, man, with this awesome crime movie. Also, just want to point out, this was the most detective work that we've seen in a Batman movie. <laughs> so much, detective. so much detective work, dude. <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, I loved it though. Yeah, right. As like, <laughs> as like every every other iter- every other. Hear me out. Hear me out. I, I'm with you. This, every this other iteration, I I honestly can tell you, it was Alfred figuring out. <laughs> Michael Keaton, Batman. He's man of the chair, Al, man. Al, Al, Alfred, okay. Um, I think Val Kilmer was actually pretty smart because he had to figure out all those damn riddles. Um, <laughs> but even in the, the Nolan, he just had so much money. Yeah. He just went, doo, 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 doo. there's the answer. Yeah. yeah. Right? He, I think Batman just that. had so much money that he could like, yep, got it. Um, I mean, dude made a freaking cell yeah. thing in the dark night to find the joke. You know, he just yeah, has yeah. all that money. Um. But this Batman was obviously year two, still stripped down. It doesn't have all of his gizmos and gadgets yet. Yeah. Um, he has a lot, but uh, he definitely uses his detective skills, man. And I yeah. think that's what Matt Reeves really wanted to do here. Is that we've seen a lot. We just want to see detective skills. So I thought that yeah. was really cool, and I wanted right. to point that out, man. Good deal. All right, team. So that is our conversation about the Batman. Javi, this movie, once again, less than 24 hours old in our minds. <laughs> what were your thoughts, brother? You know, I'm super excited 
after a few trailers, uh, like we talked about at the beginning of the pod, um, as we started seeing a little more of the the rawness of it. Yeah. Um, you know, standalone movie, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a interesting, grounded take on Batman not being, you know, him him being rich, but not needing that, I guess, you know, without all the flashy gadgets, you know, he didn't have the crazy cars, the crazy Batcave. It was all just like, like he went to Best Buy and picked some stuff up and just set up his lab, that set scene, up the beat lab. That the, scene from Iron Man 3, yeah. right? <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so I really enjoyed it, man. I think this has uh, been one of the the better DC movies. Okay. Um, as far as DC, I've always thought of DC as like this real, real comic book uh, feel that they've always had. Real mm-hmm. bright. Uh, real bright, real, uh, you know what I'm saying, like so you're cartoony, take, cartoony so you, so kind of thing. So, so you're taking it back even way before uh, Man of Steel and, and all that, right? You're talking about the older DC mm-hmm. movies, right, in regards to the, that look and feel. Yeah, because I mean. Because after that, it was, they tried to go... Hey, if Marvel's going to do this all bright yeah. and fun and stuff like that, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. Ant-Man stuff, let's do the dark and brooding. Let's yeah. do this, guys, right? And, yep. like, for Christopher Nolan's movies, that worked. Because, yeah. that, once again, that's Batman in the movie Heat. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't work with Superman. Right. That doesn't work with Wonder Woman, right? Yeah, I mean, they um, are they are who they are. Yeah. They're... they're, uh, they're the the hope and light exactly of, of the world <laughs> right but you know and Matt Reeves took it into a different direction and says yeah. that we can do dark and gritty yeah but we got to do it a certain way right not like Christopher Nolan not like that team we got to yeah. do it like like this yeah I like it uh, yeah yeah <laughs> it's so, I mean that's fine some people may not like it yeah. And that's, that's how life is, I guess. Uh, but for my rating, you know, I'm I'm gonna add this one to the collection. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do a five out of five buckets on this oh, one. Oh, it's got a perfect. I mean, you know, Ooh. we've had a few for 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 a DC move for me. I, I've I've really enjoyed this one, probably most out of out of most of or the most out of the ones that have come out. That's awesome, man. That is that is awesome, man. So, actually, while we, we just took a break, um, my buddy texted me, Will Dunnigan, and said uh, 6 out of 10. I don't know where he gets that 6 out of 10 scale. He's clearly yeah, yeah. doesn't listen to our podcast. Yeah, not, he has never listened to it. Yes. <laughs> not a single episode. Even though he was one of the first people I sent the pod to um, when we first started. But just a few different re- reviews, man. I asked some people on uh, Facebook yesterday before we went to the movie. My question was, you see the Batman yet? What are your thoughts? Uh, buddy of mine, Charles, said mixed. Darren said, I liked it. Uh, my friend Jennifer said, uh, wasn't terrible, wasn't great. 
have a lot of opinions on it, but she'll say that for the next time that she sees me. Um, my buddy Richard Bivens said, I thought it was damn good. I really liked how they leaned more into the dark and brooding Batman more. Looking forward to more. Yeah. Um, my buddy Steven Dorno, awesome movie and ambiance. I feel like the score and the movie lined up perfectly and almost felt like it took place in the same universe as Seven. Remember that movie? Ooh. Right? Ooh. And I didn't, I wasn't thinking that yeah. until I saw that his, his quote right, right here. Oh, that was good. You guys don't know you're getting quoted on a pod right now, but you will yeah, find yeah, out yeah. if you listen to the pod. I mean, um, gave a, is this the same one that gave the six out of ten bucket? No, that, oh, was, okay. that was my, my buddy Will. <laughs> Um, my buddy Brandon said that I, that it, he really enjoyed it. It was very grounded compared to the previous Batman films. Um, my buddy Richard, uh, the previews looked like a bit more dark in, um, in the last few. And my buddy Michael said, fantastic Batman movie, near ideal Batman movie, like watching some of my favorite Batman comics come into life on the big screen. So we have some reviews there, guys. But for me... And my thoughts. Yeah. I, I agree with a lot of what those guys and gals said. Um, this is a really grounded movie. Um, this is a young Bruce Wayne still trying to figure things out. Um, I loved his connection and his partnership with um, Lieutenant Gordon. Uh, I love the, the, that they looked at showing him as the greatest detective. Eight, like him trying to figure it out and, and figure yeah. it out and everything. I, I, I love that. Um, this gets four buckets of popcorn for me, man. Right? It's it's not a perfect movie. Right. Um, but it really is enjoyable. And I like that that last battle scene yeah. in the garden. Like that was intense. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, dude, Very this is gonna be yeah. bad. But then, like, the fighting ensues, and I'm like, oh, dude, this is actually pretty awesome. You know, uh, he, he does his thing, but like you said before, he's not trained like the others. Yeah. The, it yeah. shows. It shows. <laughs> uh. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through the Batman. Next week, we'll be discussing Burn After Reading. That's streaming on Amazon Prime. I am Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTER Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.